Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Welcome to episode five. I am here with an amazing astrologer that I just adore, Renata. Her little handle is aligned with Renata. And I just, I found her, I don't even know how I found her. I think I found you through one of your um, hilarious TikTok um, reels. I'm pretty sure that's how I started following you. Uh, For anyone who's listening, Renata is absolutely hilarious. And I just really aligned with her, of course, aligned with her, her vibe and what she's teaching. So I'm so excited to have her on today to talk about astrology, um, embodiment, and just all this good stuff. So Renata, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on this podcast and I appreciate you having me speak today. Um, So essentially I help or I work with healers, empaths and spiritual entrepreneurs, really helping them not just, well, speak their truth, but embody what that is. And so that, so they can live out their purpose the way they were born to. And how I do that is I use the various tools. So I am an astrologer. I am a licensed naturopathic doctor, a Reiki master as well as a spiritual mentor. So through these different vehicles, this is how I help people blending these different tools together so that they're able to do that. Love that so much. That's like, and that's so aligned with kind of how I got here because my journey started like through my body, right? My body was Mm -hmm. failing and that's how I arrived was like, it started with crystals and then Reiki and then yoga and then Um, understanding what was physically going on and then astrology. Um, So I love that you work with all the pieces because we can't have one without the other. It's, it's not possible. Mm -mm. No, no. I love that so much. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Welcome. Um, Now, this is the question I love to ask everyone. What is the most, I would say powerful point or most what you would view as your most important point in your astrology that like makes who you are um, and kind of why you're here almost. Yeah. So there's a few, actually, I do feel like my son and my Mercury in the 12th house give me a very unique perception to this unseen aspect of humanity, Mm -hmm. as well as my moon and my Jupiter and Pisces in the eighth. So um, I do have this, I know I see the world differently. Um, and I feel like it offers a unique perception of reality, (laughs) I guess you can say. And then how that's channeled is through my mid heaven slash North node of Aries warrior energy. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interesting blend of like spirituality with this like raw, raw, (laughs) like silly, funny expression. So I think that maybe can sum up some of the main things about my chart. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you can see it so much through the way that you show up, like an add to your, your Leo rising in there as well. Yes. Yes. Because like you show up so bold and funny and charismatic and people are, are you're very magnetic in a, like an entertainer kind of way, hundred um, percent. but there is that level of spirituality. And then there is that level of like, no bullshit. Let's go deep. Let's do this. Like we're not here to fake anything. (laughs) Um, so like that is actually what 
drew me into you. I was like, man, she's so connected, so aligned, but she's also hilarious and real and human. And yeah. that's, that's so beautiful. Cause that is what drew, what drew me into you. Awesome. I love it. Beautiful. Took me a while to get here. Still struggle. <laughs> it, it does, right. <laughs> Especially with like Leo placements. It takes a yeah. good while to let the like realness out. hundred mm-hmm, mm-hmm, percent. It's not, it was not a smooth sailing journey. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> this is not okay. Okay. So tell me like, how did your puzzle pieces fall together? What came first? Was it the body? Was it the spirit? Was it like, what got you here? Oh, it was kind of like <laughs> a little bit of everything. So I would say I was in my second, uh, I can't even remember. I probably get this wrong because my memory is not even accurate maybe with it, but it was, <laughs> it was either third or second, some year in university where I was studying to be, you know, I was taking uh, neuroscience, but then I kind of switched over to be a teacher. Um, but at the time I was really struggling with an eating disorder. I had a lot of social anxiety, depression. I felt very, like, I felt like my soul was dead. That's how I would explain it. Like, I felt like I forgot who I was and there, I'm not going to get into the details of how that transpired because there was just so many external parts from my reality that it's like, I started to be like, who the hell am I outside of these friends and this relationship? And like, what I'm meant to be doing with my life. Like, it's kind of like I had my first major existential crisis, I guess <laughs> yeah. people call it the dark night of soul, whatever. And that manifested as an eating disorder because I felt like I couldn't control reality anymore. And that was my only way to control or survive, um, which then perpetuated the social anxiety, the depression, because I knew that it was evident I was suffering to people. And then that alienated me even more. So I remember going to the the doctor, because I was like a, like, I like to shit and get off the pot. Like something's not wrong. I want to fix this. This is not me. I hate feeling this way. And I know I need help. Like, and th- you got to understand that was about 15 years ago when like mental health, spirituality wasn't like <laughs> trending or, you know, <laughs> we didn't talk about it openly. And I didn't give a shit. Cause I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. I want to fix this. I hate this. And like, I need to do something about this. When I went to the doctor, um, I don't know, they just, I just felt very dismissed and like, it's not like I, I want to like blame the system. I understand that they're just offering their tools based on where they're at. And I, and I recognize that. However, something fundamentally felt off. So, you know, they're like, you can go to a counselor slash like these are medications and something inside me was like, yeah, no, like that's a no. I don't know what my, I don't even know what my other option is, but at this point you got to send, I had nothing to lose where I was like, I'm just going to honor this like weird voice and feeling I have. Um, and I remember going to like a job fair in the cafeteria at university and seeing this bulletin board or this like station, I should say with like naturopathic medicine. And I was like, what is this? And it was like, my soul was like, this makes sense. Like this, these natural therapies. And I just want to be very clear that I'm not like anti-conventional. Like if I have an emergency or when my tooth was infected, I'm going to go get some drugs. Like I have no problem saying that, but this innate way of healing the body, I was like, yes, something's out of alignment. And like, I want to explore, I'm not a, I'm not like a drug deficiency. And again, I, that's people's personal choice. But for me, something was calling me to say, this isn't it you have to explore more. So then from there, I just enrolled like a, a couple of years later, I was like, I'm just doing this. It made zero sense to me. You have to understand that I'm a very pro. I was a very pros and cons person that even if all the pros uh, outweighed the cons, but it felt wrong, I would do it where this time <laughs> I was like, none of this makes any sense. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. I don't even know what the hell this means, but it feel I've never felt so sure to go here in my life. 
And then from there, I started to heal my body. I started to heal the eating disorder. I started to get awareness around how did I get from where I was and how things are just connected, not through physical body, your minerals, your, you know, that, that very physical aspect of health, but your emotions, your mind, your beliefs, your traumas. And then also I was reintroduced to spirituality, the chakras, Reiki, yoga, Ayurveda. And it was like, again, this recognition from my soul. It's like, this just made sense to me. I didn't question it. I didn't, I wasn't like, I'm not sure. I was like, no, this is a hundred percent makes I like, mm-hmm. And again, I further, you know, I graduated, I started practicing naturopathic medicine and I was in clinic and I was working at a corporate gym at the time, which was not in alignment. <laughs> and I kept getting people that basically I diagnosed it with like soul death, like your soul's dead. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're experiencing these physical ailments, but I can't acupuncture your way out of that shitty job. I cannot supplement or cut out gluten. That's going to fix your broken relationship. Like it's so beyond this. And then finally my body started to break down again. So I started getting a lot of anxiety. Anytime I would drive into the parking lot, my heart would race like clockwork, right? When I turned right into like the, cause it was part of a, a mall, the gym, I would walk up the stairs. It was like, again, my body started to shake. And I was like, okay, like this isn't normal. <laughs> so it was like, even if I try to convince myself that everything's great and I would justify it, like my body was like, oh no, 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 we ain't doing this shit anymore. So I quit because I remember looking at my schedule, it was filled with all these patients and I thought I made it, but I was like, I feel so out of alignment. And part of me sat there and I had this conversation, existential crisis part two with myself. And I was like, what do I want to do? And I was like, I want to help people like basically live their purpose. I didn't understand it didn't make sense. And I didn't know what was next, but I quit because I knew I can't be here anymore. I can't fake it. Like I'm not someone who can fake shit. It's very hard. And my body will start to respond. So not only did I have the anxiety, but I also started getting a rash on my face. Mm. Okay. So I was like, and then I'm like, I just went to school for a million years. Like what is happening? (laughs) And then again, I just had this utmost certainty where I was like, I don't know, but I'm just, again, there's this familiar voice I'm going to follow because it's never let me down in the past. And it was interesting because then I started diving into yoga and tarot. And then I got introduced to astrology and I already got Reiki done on me in my early twenties, but then I started, I got my you know, mastery and stuff like that. And I was like, I blended all these ancient tools together. And this is how I came to be where I am right now, just by adding to my toolbox and then serving my community. And then also following the niggles and the nudges of how I meant to serve people, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I'm no longer attached because everyone's like, well, you're a naturopath. And like you went to school for a thousand years. I'm like, you guys are all so caught, like caught up with your degrees and titles, but you will literally risk your happiness and well-being where I've actually never been more happy, fulfilled, and actually financially abundant following my soul. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I serve the people I do because I've been there. I've, I've walked, I've walked the talk. Is that a walk the talk? Walk the talk, talk the walk, walk, the, walk, the, walk, the, talk. the walk, whatever it whatever. is, whatever, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. So I, that's like, how I got exactly. to where I am. Oof. And that resonates so deeply, like so, so deeply, because though my story is very different, it was so similar in like that. I had that dark night of the soul. Mine actually started when I was 11 um, and it went till I was 20. And like, but I, I know that soul death. I know that feeling where you're just empty and you're like, something's wrong. And I've been to that place where there, like, I went on the antidepressants when I was 16, 17, 18, and I was a zombie. I was empty. And I was like, something is wrong here. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And I felt that exact same way where I was just like, this isn't right. This isn't my path. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I followed those nudges too. And, and I fully and a hundred percent like full body. Yes. To, I have never been so abundant by only following the yeses, only following those little nudges. Mm-hmm. When I don't follow them, a, my body will reject me. It will like fight me. And then that's when like things go out of alignment and I'm not happy and the money stops coming in. And so it is all about like your soul knows. Yeah, it does. And I just want to say that was not easy. That was not an easy process. It was messy. You have to face your shit. Mm -hmm. Um, you like, it's, it's, you have to really, I had to learn a lot of patience (laughs) a lot of patience. So I just want to tell people like, yeah, I know you're hearing the outcome of my story, but it also required me to choose that. And I, I chose it. I don't regret any of it mm-hmm. facing my fears, my demons, whatever, because that's where you get your liberation. And I get a lot of the spiritual community doesn't want to maybe go there. Of course, mm-hmm. we're going to go there. And I want to be straight with people because yeah. I'm like, yeah, it feels like a death, but mm-hmm. it's like, that's just part of the process. And we need to start normalizing that. Yeah, exactly. And you have, uh, is Scorpio ruling your fourth house? Yes. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Because like that, that Scorpionic, I'm always like, what is her Scorpio? What, what's going on with her Scorpio? Right. Um, and just like knowing that that's like your root system makes so much sense because you're so willing to look at that darkness. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to, we have to look at the shit we have to look at the pain we have to be willing to go there if we don't go there like we we can't live on the surface it's not it's not how what we're meant to do no well no. i like well, I, I definitely can't and it's like when i resist it more it actually creates it fuels more of the suffering mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree completely yeah oh that's so beautiful and powerful hmm <laughs> I want to go like deeper into your, your embodiment techniques or like the stuff you do to help people sort of get back into their body through these tools. Because I think, like I said, at the beginning, we we can't have anything without the embodiment piece. We came here to be, we're, we're in the physical realm. We came to earth to be physical, to enjoy, to feel, to even like feel the pain, like we're here for the physical stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk a little bit more about like how you bring embodiment into your practice and like what that can even offer people. So they, they even know this is an option. Yeah. I think first is helping people illuminate their natural patterns and gifts and tendencies and their natural embodiment and expression, as opposed to who they think they should show up as Mm -hmm. it was very hard for me to accept my self-expression because of my unique pattern or blueprint which we all have. And, you know, by default, unfortunately, we're put in this system that we don't even know where it's like, oh, well, you do this and then you get this. And it's like, so it's, we're not even conscious of it. And it was very hard for me to be like this silly, straight, no bullshit. But then I'm talking about spirituality. I'm going deep. And I'm like this compassionate, really kind soul where I felt like, oh, no, no, no. We're not as just like honest or she's no bullshit or whatever, but it was like, no, I actually have a lot of this depth. And it was when I saw the spirituality world, when I was first in it, it was like love and light and rainbows. And I'm like happy all the time. I was like, can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Oh, I was like fucking bullshit. You are. And I'm just like, (laughs) so for me, it was like, 
I, when I came into the spiritual world, I considered myself a very spiritual person. And then I started to recognize we're not, if you want to support people, you need to start showing up this way. And I was like, I can't be the only one that feels this way. So you have to, to risk to being seen. So when I'm working with people, I'm saying, I don't want you to should, if you're shooting, you're off track, or if you're justifying, you're off track, what's your natural alignment? First, let's illuminate, illuminate that because a lot of times people know they're just scared and there's these, um, past fears or beliefs or situations that kind of stifle that. Mm-hmm. So it's first bringing the awareness. And I, that's one way through the birth chart and through the coaching and the mindset work that I do is to kind of illuminate these blind spots and help people remember who they are and then be like okay yeah that is me now how do we work on you merging who you really are versus who you think you should be mm-hmm. and that's in conjunction the techniques i use is again a lot of mindset um the astrology is obviously a very strong component and then i bought i, I throw in the um uh energy work because you know, like I said, I've worked with the physical body. I've been in a natural for nine years. So I understand like you, you, if you eat McDonald's, like, I don't give a shit. You're going to feel like shit. Like, I don't care how like vibrated you are, like whatever. But then there's this component of the energy body where, yes, I can help you illuminate things and we can work it through the mind and we can help you express your emotions. And then we can move your body so you can expel this energy. But then there's the energy layer where I think everything starts. Mm-hmm. So if we don't work on that, you know, people are so fixated on their mindset, their emotions and their physical body, but they don't consider their energy body. Mm-hmm. Most of us shower every day. Imagine not cleansing your energetic field. Yeah. You're going to go a lot of shit on that space. A right? lot of shit. And a lot of trauma. And because we can't see it. And that's why I'm so over. I'm not here to prove people who aren't into this stuff. I could, I'm, I could be indifferent. Like that's your journey. That's your path. Yeah. But it's worked for me. It's worked for the people I've worked with. And even though I can't explain this world hundred percent, I under, I can appreciate this world, mm-hmm. this unseen energetic world. And when I've actually done work with people on the energy part with the Reiki, it's like, yes, they're aware they have throat chakra blocks and they're working through that. But it's like, when we embody the energy work, they're like, boom, whoa, I was able to go to the dog park and had a conversation with everyone where normally I would have like major anxiety. So does that answer the question? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and it even went past the question, which I love because like it went deeper into like how our energetic body is, it's so forgotten. I mean, it's becoming more mainstream. It's becoming more popular to talk about, but like the subtle body is forgotten. And I love like recently when you were talking about like cleansing your phone and cleansing your computer and cleansing your body. And like, just what you said there about showering, we shower every day, but because we can't see our subtle body, we don't necessarily cleanse it. And I'm totally guilty of this where I'll be like, Oh my God, I have not cleansed my energy in a couple of days and I'll feel like garbage. Yeah. Absolute garbage. And like, I talk about this a lot with my clients, especially my watery clients where I'm like, Mm -hmm. girl, you are absorbing everything. Yeah. Right. And I had this moment, um, maybe two or two years ago where I was like, I was working with um, a healer and he said, you know, half the shit you're feeling isn't yours. Right. And I was like, Oh, Oh, those irrational fears that I'm having that have nothing to do with my irrational fears. Like Mm -hmm. they've come out of nowhere. All of a sudden I'm afraid I'm going to have a seizure. What? 
Where did that come from? Right? Like those aren't yours. So if we're not cleansing and clearing and working with our energetic body as much as our physical body, then we're literally holding on to everyone's shit. Yeah. And then also knowing what is yours and what's not that discernment piece. So I always call people up because they're like, oh, I'm not intuitive. I don't really know. I'm like, bullshit. It's (laughs) not that. It's the fact that because you're not seeing these crazy visions or whatever, or orders or whatever. We, we have this weird idea of what that means. Intuition. It's not that people aren't intuitive. That's people don't trust themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's a lack of self-trust. So a lot in the work that I do, I'm helping, yes, I'm helping people amplify their intuition or whatever, but I'm actually really helping you trust yourself again. Yeah. Right. And discernment. So that's the kind of the myth busting I want to use again, that people don't, that's the layer that we're not really addressing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm buying all these intuition crystals. I mean, that's not going to do shit if you don't trust yourself. Totally. totally. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, it's so like perfect too. Cause we're, we're taught to turn it off. Right. And like, we could go full conspiracy with that, but we'll be gentle yeah. right now. Like yeah. but we are like, since we're children, we are intuitive as children. We feel everything we are. It's like, I used to talk to my mom says, I used to just talk to the air essentially. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know you're talking to, to beings. Um, I don't remember this at all, but I would guess I would play with my Barbies and I would talk to like these people beside me and mm-hmm. um, like all these things would happen, but we, we turn that off because it's, it's not allowed. It's not acceptable. It's not okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to like our Saturn return all of a sudden and we're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I need to get that back right? That's why I'm so out of alignment. That's why I feel so lost. Um, and you're helping people kind of come back to that and be like, Hey, it actually always was there. Mm-hmm. You just, you, you were taught to turn it off. hundred percent. hundred percent. I love that so much. Oh, okay. I want to know more about how you work with like acupuncture for this stuff. Like, what would you, like, would you look at someone's astrology or cosmic blueprint and then like go and do acupuncture work on them or no. Okay. No. Um, no, that's just for clinic. Okay. It's just under my ND license. Cause, um, and then, uh, I, yeah, that's just for that. So it's more like I diagnose them through a Chinese medicine perspective. Gotcha. Okay. That's really, that's amazing too. Cause yeah. just even that's so linked up with the, the subtle body and like its own magical way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, And there's, there's certain points for certain chakras and energy mm-hmm. centers and to support certain, but that's more for like their stress and their emotional body, okay. as well as like some of them ha- have physical ailments, but I'm always addressing like, what is the root? Yeah. And I always get like inquire about like their, their mind and their temperament and their emotions and stuff like in their history around that. So, but that's more of how I serve people through a naturopathic, um, mm. Yeah. Perspective, which still blends everything together. And I want you even to chat a little bit more about the root because people seem to be ignoring that there's a root cause for everything. They're like, I'm just angry. That's just who Mm -hmm. I am. No, 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 you're not just angry. Like there's a root cause for what's going on here. Or I have, I just have kidney problems or I just have liver issues. Like, no, like there's, there's a root cause for this. So like, tell us more about even like blending in the energy if that's that called to it but like talk more about the root of things the root of things are very layered right so you know sure we can you can look at your genetics or your astrology it's like a blueprint right like your astrology is like your it's your potential it's just like your genes if we want to go so physical it's your potential um but then it's like 
and then it goes and extends to people's beliefs. Like, is it past life shit you're carrying over? And some people are like, we don't go there. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's look at your childhood. It's like the root cause can be very compounded. I do believe trauma, the mind plays a big role on physical well-being. And yes, you have certain maybe genes or predispositions that you've inherited um, that can be turned on because of that incident your diet, your, your emotions, your stress, like, so the root sometimes is, it's like, yeah, it maybe started here, but then it's now we got, it's like, you're pulling back the onion Mm. layers. So, you know, I, through my even work as an, as through with that for people, it's like, sometimes I'm peeling back a lot of layers just to kind and we don't even get to the, maybe the fun foundation of the root. Hmm. but it's like, okay, well, this is definitely, these things are hundred percent contributing to this. And it's interesting. Cause sometimes when I ask people go, like, oh, would you, would you get angry? They're like, no, I was like, okay, let me ask a different question. Um, when you're upset with people, do you, are you the type to hold it in? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's like, people aren't even aware because it, 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 so it's like, people can be actually very angry on the inside, but they hmm. don't even they don't identify that way because they see this really raging, angry person over here, but that still is creating a physical issue for the body. Yes. So I think when I'm working with people, sometimes we got to address the, the surface layers first. And it's also me intuitively, like, luckily I have mercury and cancer in my 12th house. So it's mm-hmm. like, I can kind of read where I can go with people like that. Again, that, and like I said, is one of my, I find that as an ultimate gift, but it could, damn, it could be <laughs> like a pain in the ass sometimes. Cause I have to feel and th- I'm like, Oh God, I don't want to feel this right now. <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my thoughts, it's not my feelings. Not However, I've, I've learned to work with it where that's where I can see where can I take this person? Mm, yes. Yes. Like some people are just going to gloss over and be like, what? And yeah. I have to respect that's where they're at, you know? Totally. So, um, if that's a roundabout way of answering the question, there's always a root, but the root is usually compounded. And sometimes people, we, we have to work through years till we finally go like, shit, it was actually when I was two, this thing happened. Mm. And then, cause it's like, people aren't aware of that. They're not even right. sometimes aware that not eating a vegetable is bad for them. Right. Okay. This is so cool because I was actually thinking very similarly with the journey I'm on right now and like the parasite detox um, and cleanse and all the things I'm going through now. And I'm like, it has taken me 10 years to get here, but I had to go through those layers, right? It started with my body rejecting almost all foods, all um, laundry detergents, all soaps, all anything. Like my body was like, Mm -hmm. nope, with Virgo. So my body was Mm -hmm. literally like, no, it's not pure. You can't have it. Um, Got to the point where I was literally only using all natural soap to like wash every, my clothes, my skin, my hair. Like I couldn't touch anything. Um, And, but it had to like go, I had to go through those layers, right? Like that was like layer one or layer one actually would have been depression, anxiety. Then it went to that. Then it went to another layer, then another, then another, then another. And then like 10 years later, I'm like, oh my God, it's been parasites the whole time. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously that's not everything, but the root of everything Mm -hmm. is parasites. Like, and I'm like, that took me 10 years, but Mm -hmm. I never would have went right to parasites. Never. Right. And most 
most people don't, right? So it's, and it depends, like you have to understand and we have to be like cognizant of the fact that like there's enough, there's this, there's so much knowledge in the universe. So even if you go to a person, they might give you a, a, like a, like a piece or a lens Mm. of something which can help you. Yeah. But it's like, there's so many different, you know, angles that are contributing to that. And that's why I'm such a big fan of working with different people, whether it's yeah. practitioners, astrologers, Reiki people, like I've got my chart read by so many different astrologers. Cause I'm always going to get a different piece of information that I can better understand myself where I find people lack patience. It's not enforced, or this isn't a program reinforced in our reality to be like, go to your ND or go to your astrologer or whatever. It's like, no, this is the system. This mm-hmm. is what you do in the system, especially in Canada, because our, our healthcare is it is the way it is. Yeah. So people aren't used to paying out of pocket or if they don't have coverage, but it, it's really like, I've always valued my well being Cause if I'm not well, like I can't be with my miserable ass self. Right. Like I can't, I can't, I cannot keep operating that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I value my health. My Venus is in Virgo. So I value mm. my health and I will funnel everything. Like, I mean, I was broke ass and I would still spend all my money on supplements where I understand that's not someone. So then it goes back to what are people's values? Yes. And priorities. I respect that. I get that. If your BMW is more of a value to you than your well being, like, I'm not going to judge that. That's up to you. But yeah. I just know what I value. Mm, I so, love that. I'm patient with this journey because I've been through it and I see that, but most people, they're just like, why would I go to that now? And how, why is this taking so long? And you're like, well, I guess you've been, (laughs) your body's been dealing with this for like 10 years. Seriously. I, the responsibility is still ours, but it's very hard when the system reinforces, well, this is the way we address Mm -hmm. well-being. That makes sense. It does. It makes complete sense. And it's, it's funny because my journey started very much on, I was in a very like scarcity place, right. Where I wouldn't put the money into my well being. I was very nervous about that. Like I, I thought my priorities lied somewhere else, even when I was making amazing money bartending, like my priorities just weren't there. And so I'd be like, no, no, like, but then I'd go and buy something stupid um, that didn't serve me at all. But that's yeah. where my my brain was at, right? And it's taken me so long to get to the point where, like, maybe in the last six, seven years, where I've finally been like, okay, a little bit more, a little bit more. Now I'm like, I this is healing me. I don't care what it costs. This is healing me. Like I I literally don't care if I went bankrupt as because my body, like, if my body's not working, I'm not working, and I'm if I'm not working, like nothing's working. And the more I feel myself, the more abundance I actually find is pouring into my life because I have the space, I have the energy, I have the um, emotional IQ now to be like, ah, I am worthy. I deserve abundance. But before I didn't have that because my, my body, my soul, my energy was out of alignment. And so, right. Yeah. And I will add to this because like I said, this ain't my first row. I've been doing this stuff for almost a decade. A lot of people and myself included had this fear of, I actually am afraid to find out what is wrong with me. Oh, terrified. Because if I find out and I can't fix it, and this is my Mm -hmm. life, I don't know if I can accept that. But meanwhile, we're reinforcing our very own suffering. Yeah. It's crazy what the mind does. So I say to people, the reason why we don't give it our all or explore is because we're actually afraid. What if I don't, what if I can't do this? Mm. I'm a failure. So then we we're a disappointment with ourselves. And that again, this is so much beliefs and programming. So I also want to say like, 
I don't think people are lazy. Yes, maybe they just don't value certain things. It depends on what they were brought up with. It depends on what they were told growing up. It's what we're constantly bombarded and we consume about what what's important in your life. That's a superficial actually layer that creates mm. a lot. Of, but it's underneath all that. Oh, I saw my like, uh, you know, Oh, I saw so-and-so was sick when they grew up and they always got all this praise. Well, I let, I want, I want that attention. Like it's yeah. so layered based on all of us. So I want to say it's so deep why people also don't explore this. It's not just sometimes the time and the money I, that is like the layered excuse. Yeah. It goes so much deeper than that. Oh yeah. And that's exactly yeah. how I felt for so long. I was terrified to find out what was going on in my body yeah. because I thought, well, if it's cancer, then I don't know if I'm ready to deal with that. So I was like, there were points where like, I actually had um, precancerous cervical cells and Mm. um, they told me that. And I, they actually, they told me something was wrong. Something was um, abnormal. I needed to go get like my colposcopy done. And I was like, no, I avoided it because actually my doctor was not great and terrified me, told me I was going to die. Um, but Mm. at the same time I was, I didn't want to know. I did not want to know to the point where I was like, I kept putting the appointment off, putting the appointment off, putting an appointment off. I was so scared. And then when I got it, they were like, Nope, they're just abnormal. We're going to watch them. We're just going to watch them. And I was like, Oh, like that was, that was all it was. Yeah. And we do this for ourselves, right? I avoided the dentist for seven years and almost (sighs) had my teeth in the back, leaky cavities rot out. And now I'm dealing with so much repercussions because I was afraid to go to the dentist yet. I created more problems. Yeah. That's why I can empathize with people because it's really to the bottom of it, the unknown and fear. Yes, totally. It's, it's the fear, right? So it's so layered. It's so layered that it's not a simple black and white. So that's why I can empathize. Um, however, people just, that's why I want to bring this angle to the conversation. Cause I don't even think people are so aware of that yeah. side. No, I love that you brought that up because it's such an invitation, um, even just to be aware again of a shadow. Right. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that anyone listening needs to get over that fear right now. Oh. It doesn't mean you need to go and like, look at your, your pre-cancerous cervical cells. Although I invite you to do that, but, um, it's just an invitation to say, all right, what am I um, looking away from? Can I make space or what do I need in order to start feeling like emotionally sound to look at something that's maybe making me nervous? Like it's, it's, it is a journey. It's like Chiron and Pluto and all that stuff, right? Like it's when people ask me like, well, like, how do I get over my Chiron or how do I just like heal it? I'm like, you, you don't necessarily, you, you don't. work with it. You love it. You honor it. You meet it. You like, pack unpack all those layers like you said you keep peeling the onion back but you're going to keep finding little pieces of it because it's so old that it's the journey right you may never get to where you want to get you probably won't because that that place doesn't exist but you're going to keep discovering new parts to work on new and and you'll feel better as you do it's just it takes time yeah, I used to have full blown panic attacks a couple of years ago in the dentist's office because I finally had to go because I got a I got an infection on both sides, and I was shaking. Like I took my natural remedies, it didn't do shit. I even if a, if you put sedated me, I still would have been a, a wreck. Mm. But then I realized, Granada, what do you need? I wanted holistic dentists, so mm. then I I had to take responsibility, and I was like, look, my teeth ain't gonna go away. I can't just avoid my teeth for the rest of my life. Yeah. So then I realized, okay, what do I need? I need a lot of grounding. So I did a lot of Reiki. I work with a dentist where I felt heard and like seen. And I kept telling myself, Renata, like 
you're going to be okay. What's your worst fear that my, I'm going to get this infection. My face is going to fall off. I was like, Hey, that's a little extreme. I'm sure we'll catch it until we get to that point. So I, I really discovered what is my fear. And when you look at it, you're like, okay, that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cause my fear with going to the dentist was finding out, well, what if like I have to do jaw surgery and then I can't talk anymore and then I can't fulfill my purpose. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So mm. do you understand when we yeah. actually look what's underneath it, we can then choose to work with what's there. And yeah. I'm telling you, I still get a little nervous when I go to the dentist, but it's not full. I can actually go there without having a full blown panic attack. And to me, that's progress. I still get diarrhea. I know that's TMI, (laughs) you know, I'm sweating in the chair. I'm shaking a little bit, but I was like, oh, wow. You know, this was a full blown panic attack to like, you got to go to the bathroom before, you know, like I'm I'm doing good. So you acknowledge your humanness, Mm -hmm. the progress. Yeah. Yeah. I'm damn proud of myself. I'm proud of you. It's beautiful (laughs) because like, if we can shift, when we can see those changes, it's so big, right? When we see Mm. we're no longer reacting the way we used to, we're now kind of responding and we're conscious and we're watching and we're like, Ooh, okay, I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm here. Um, Mm -hmm. Like then it starts to change over time into like, okay, I'm just here. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just here. It's okay. And then one day it's like, I'm just at the dentist. I have no, no feelings towards. I just went to the dentist. Um, That's literally, I've gone through that similar experience with my panic attacks. They were around like my own body. My heart would start to beat fast for no reason. And I'd be like, Oh no, here comes the heart attack. I'm about to die. Um, and I would like start to just create these stories. Um, and over the years now I see like when my heart beats really fast for no reason, like maybe just a little bit of adrenaline hits me. I'm like, Oh, Hey heart, like, good job. You're beating like Mm. buddy. Hey, um, it changes, but I had to go through a process of like, Oh, you're beating. I'm nervous. Mm. Oh, you're beating. I'm nervous to like, Oh, you're beating. Great. Mm. You're doing your job. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's this like process and then we get to watch it sort of unfold and become better and better and better. Totally. Mm, I love that so much. (laughs) Oh, this is, this went in such a cool direction. (laughs) And that's why I like to keep it kind of like open and see what happens because like, I feel like there is so many places it could go and like, let's just let the universe to just guide us. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell us one little like piece of advice. If people are looking to kind of start this journey of like a mixture of their cosmic blueprint and embodiment. I feel like if there's something you're curious about exploring, whether it's a workshop or it's a reading with someone or it's Reiki or it's astrology or it's tarot, like we all have sometimes we're like, I really, I, I, I'm kind of curious about that. Follow your curiosities. That's mm-hmm. also a little nugget of what your, how your soul is trying to communicate to you. So that's, that would be my piece is explore whatever the hell is in your space that you've been putting off to explore. I love that. And I, I've actually even been telling some of my really close friends lately. I'm like, just go after those nudges. There's something there. You're, you're yeah. like you said, your soul is speaking to you. 
Yes. You, your soul doesn't rationalize. So I understand that sometimes people are like, well, I don't know why I want to take this course or why this interests me or why I want to go do this thing. It's like, why don't you just go and see what unfolds? The problem yeah. is we like to, we like to try to rationalize what this means, how this means, but you can't sometimes get there no. and understand that until you get there. So I'm yeah. saying, give yourself permission to just follow it and be open to what's there. Cause you will, you, it, it will likely not be what you thought it was going to be. And that mm-hmm. is okay. Yeah. I'm trying beautiful. to micromanage everything. So that would be my oh, we do. advice. And we try to like put a purpose to it too. Like what will yeah. I use that for? How will that oh, be yeah. useful in my business or life? Like maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be useful, but yeah. you're going to find something guaranteed that is useful. Totally. I love that. That's a beautiful piece of advice. Um, okay. As we kind of close out here, I would love for you to share like where we can find you, how people can work with you. What are you doing right now? Like people need to find you. You're amazing. Um, so guide them to you. So the best place would probably be, um, Instagram at align with Renata or like TikTok official align with Ron. I believe that's my handle where if you want to be just la- entertained and laugh from the chaos in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you just want that, that's a great place to start. And then I have a free newsletter. So every week I, I kind of drop in my soul Sunday nuggets of wisdom to kind of guide you into what is going on. Sometimes I reference astrology. Sometimes I don't, it's just really, I'm speaking from my soul based on the card I pulled. Um, and then if you're like, I want a little bit more personalized guidance, then there's my different offerings available, which is my one-on-one Reiki. I have my mentorship program. And then I also have my reading offerings, both tarot and astrology. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. And I will make sure to put her handles in the links below so you guys can find her. Cause she's just a, she's hilarious. She'll make your day um, <laughs> and be like, just very, very talented, very down to earth, very real. Um, as you can see from the last however many minutes, 45 minutes we chatted. Love it. Oh, thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor to just chat with you. And I just, I love where this went. Same, same. So thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate everyone who's listening today. Definitely. If you're listening, you were, you're meant to hear this. Agreed completely.